Hello, this is Bill Lytell for some wisdom for your walk. I hope these little podcasts help you. They're oftentimes hot potatoes, things that people rarely talk about. I have one of them on gluttony, the sin of gluttony. When's the last time you heard a sermon on that topic? Uh, You may never have because preachers seem to avoid certain things. I try not to avoid anything, preach the whole counsel of God to you in a fair and loving manner, not in a mean spirit at all. There's a verse in the Bible that uh, may have gotten your attention, Romans chapter 9, verse 13. It says, As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. The old Calvinists love to jump on that thing and see, there you go, that's uh, a selection without, uh, without regard for how they came out. But no, that is actually... Uh, not so, and written in the New Testament, it's referring back to the Old Testament, of course. There was a reason why those words were spoken. There was a reason why uh, Jacob was loved by God and Esau was hated by God. And I spent a lot of time putting some meditation on this subject of why God hated Esau. I specifically preach a whole message on the subject of who was Esau and why did God hate him. So in going back and looking at Esau's life, there's a lot to look at. He's mentioned 76 times in the book of Genesis alone. So he's a main character of the Bible. I mean, to have your name in the Bible one time's big, have it mentioned 76 times in the Old Testament is huge. In the New Testament, his name is mentioned three times. The verse I spoke to you about, Romans chapter 9, verse 13, is the first occurrence. And the last occurrence, the third occurrence, is in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16. It says, Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. What is that all about? Well, Esau was, came in from hunting one day and was famished. He said he was at the point of dying, probably not. I fasted for seven days at a time. People I know have fasted for 30 days at a time. Jesus fasted for 40 days. It's not unheard of for somebody not eating. I'm talking about drinking water for seven days and nothing else. Drinking water for 14 days, you're not going to die. Unless you're especially skinny, you're not going to die. So Esau had exaggerated his fleshly desires and thus says, I'm at the point of death. If you don't give me something to eat, I'm going to die. He told his brother Jacob. Jacob was uh, has some food prepared. He says, I'll tell you what, sell me your birthright, and I'll give you some food. Esau said, what good will this uh, birthright do if I'm dead? That shows you his exaggerated uh, importance of feelings or his flesh. And so consequently, he sold his birthright to Jacob. By the way, God honored that and did not let him go back on that. The Bible says in Hebrews, he sought it with tears to go back on that, and God would not hear it. He sold it. He had no regard. Now, what was the birthright? The firstborn in the Old Testament was given a double portion of everything mom and dad had. And that was big. That was a huge blessing, especially with a dad like Esau, eventually called Israel, uh, to have his birthright, to have a double portion. But it wasn't a double portion just of material things you know, silver, gold, land, animals, and all that. It was a double portion of the blessing that God had on Jacob. And Esau sold the spiritual 
for the physical. I want you to get that because I think this is the essence of Esau. He emphasized the physical over the spiritual time and time and time again. In the selling of his birthright, that's by the way, Genesis 25, 32. He valued the flesh, if I may put it this way, over the spirit. Now Calvinists will pick uh, pick in Romans 9.13 up and say, well, see there you go, God selected uh, Jacob over Esau only because of their of their preferences, if I may put it that way. God knows you're, what you're going to be before you're born. I do not believe he, I believe he has an election. There's no doubt about that. That's biblical truth. But not a determinative election uh, that you have, like, as saying, as opposed, as they like to say, certain people are elected to go to heaven, certain people elected to go to hell. The only way God elects anybody is by looking down through time. He is the beginning and the ending. He knows all things, and there's no surprises to God that everything's ever settled in heaven. So he looks down the way and he says, Esau, he's going to love the flesh. He's not going to love the spirit. He's not going to choose me. He's going to choose the flesh. Consequently, I hate that. He's going to look down through time. He saw Jacob. Jacob, though he didn't start out well and had a lot of trouble, eventually preferred the spiritual things over the fleshly things. And God loved that. And he'll love the same thing in you as you go down through the road. Um, so going back to this uh, description of Esau in the, in the Bible, Hebrews 12, 16 says, let there be any fornicator or profane person. That's God's description of Esau, who he was. He was a fornicator, the word pornea, uh, immoral, a lover of the flesh, a lover of the pleasures of, that the flesh can give us. It means any sort of immorality. Why do people commit immoral deeds? Because of the pleasure they receive from them. The word profane simply means choosing the unholy, choosing things that are of the flesh rather and over the spirit. And so God did not hate Esau because he just decided to hate him. He hated Esau because Esau always uh, respected the flesh over the spirit. Let me read you. Romans chapter 8, starting at verse 5 and going through verse 8. For they that are of the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Now listen to this. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity, against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. And the conclusion of this in verse 8, so then they that are of the flesh cannot please God. He tells the folks in Rome in verse 9, but you're not of the flesh, but in the spirit. So if you're born from above, your, your preference is the spirit over the flesh. He said, you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. So when we get born from above, we receive the Holy Spirit, and we begin to prefer the whole, we prefer spiritual things over fleshly things. This is what growing in grace is all about. 
is preferring the spiritual things over the fleshly things. You begin to prefer reading your Bible over watching TV. Uh, at least you put it first in your life. I've often said this through the years. I want my most read book to be the Bible. How about you? I want my most read book to be the Bible. That's why I read the book, the Bible, every year, year after year after year after year. I memorize from the Bible. I want most of my memorization to be the Bible. That's preferring the spiritual over the flesh. I know the flesh would be um, cartoons or uh, uh, you know TV or movies or whatever entertains people. Uh, books, books about the world, you know, Star Wars books or or uh, Bad Hobbit, <laughs> Hobbit, Bad Hobbit books about the Hobbit. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with those things, but I am not going to prefer. I don't want to prefer the physical, fleshly pleasures that this world offers over the spiritual things God offers. I hope you get that. This is somewhat subtle, but so important. Ask yourself the question, what do I prefer in life? The spiritual things or the fleshly things? That's why when you get saved, this is natural to go to church and hear sermons preached and Sunday school lessons taught and a hymns sung and fellowship with other believers, uh, that should be the preferred thing in life. Going to church should not be, oh, I got to go to church to make the preacher happy, or I got to go to church to make my mom and dad happy, or I got to go to church. Let me say this. If you're listening to this and you are doing, you're doing what you do for other people, something's deeply, deeply wrong. You need to look inside and say, God, am I born from above? Do I have what the Holy Spirit, have I really repented and trusted Christ as my personal Savior? Or am I living for other people, a facade of some sort, a hollowness? Don't be Esau, where you prefer the pleasures of sin for a season. Be like Moses, who forsook Egypt, who forsook the pleasures, who forsook the flesh over the things that God offered him. That's why God loved Moses, because he preferred the spiritual things over the fleshly things. That's why God loved Jacob, because ultimately he preferred the spiritual things over the fleshly things. And that's why God loves you if you prefer the spiritual things over the fleshly things. Some wisdom for your walk.